Arts and Culture Summits the Airwaves, this is the Nine Rails Arts Podcast. I am our Brandon Long alongside Todd Opendorfer, and we are the Banyan Collective, arts and adventure podcasting since 2010. This episode includes an interview with Good Company Theater owners Alicia and Camille Washington, along with cast members of the upcoming production of You Bet Your Black Ass Broadway, Divas Only Edition. We begin with a solo from cast member Questly Bunch. I'm not like the other girls in the show. I'm something of a sore thumb. I'm starting to think that I'm different. And I suspect I know how come. My complexion stands out and my voice does as well. Cause in case you haven't noticed, I'm black as hell. All right, Todd, we got a full house uh, or a full picnic table in here for the cast members and the owners of Good Company Theater, Alicia and Camille Washington. Alicia is actually also starring in the upcoming production of You Bet Your Back, Black Ass Broadway Divas Only Edition. That is a mouthful. Yes. You got it right every single time. Though. Uh, I stumble a little sometimes, but uh, that was fun. That was fun. Um I, I'm looking forward to the show, and we also got to record or, or some samples of the yeah, singing. Who were more than happy to share their lovely voices as well. And they sounded good in the studio. Yeah. I cannot wait. Um, we'll remind you, of course, on the dates. It's coming very soon. Very soon. Yeah. So during the podcast, you'll hear the dates. I think it's this coming weekend when this gets released, but right. we'll see. Yeah. So hopefully you buy your tickets by now. And if not, this is a good reminder for that. Yeah. I think it runs four days. Um, so we'll jump right in because, uh, we get to a lot. In yeah. This. It's a full show. Yeah. It's a full show. So, uh, leading off, here's our second sample. Um, uh, Mac, I got love. I'm safe and sound because I've got love. I've got love, I got love, I got love, 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 I got love, I got love. Wow, now we all have love too. Thank you so much. Well, this is kind of a fun day already. We got to listen to three solo little samples from the upcoming Good Company Theater. You bet your black ass Broadway divas edition. Uh, we've <laughs> we have a table full of divas, including Todd here uh, at the Banyan Collective. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Uh, let's just run quickly run down so everyone can get familiar with the voice and then we'll probably have to say hello my name is so-and-so when you repeat when you give an answer but introduce yourselves so let's start here with Alicia from Good Company Theater. Hello my name is Alicia Washington I am the proud co-founder co and co-director of Good Company Theater and I am the MC in the upcoming production of You Bet Your Black Ass Broadway. Nice. Hi I'm Camille Washington I am the co-director of Good Company Theater. Hey this is Todd. Hey, Todd. <laughs> this is partially my show. 
Right on. Hi, I'm Mac, and I am one of the fabulous divas of You Bet Your Black Ass Broadway. Hi, I am Questly, also a cast member of You Bet Your Black Ass Broadway. Hi, I'm Sibley. I am also a cast member slash diva of You Bet Your Black Ass Broadway. <laughs> I'm the diva. There's a lot of divas. My name's Karen, and I'm the music director for Bet Your Black Ass Broadway Diva Edition. I am a diva. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, Karen, Karen, let's start with you. Yeah? Uh, you're the music director. Yeah. Okay, so you chose all the songs, or was this a cooperation? I did not. uh, Alicia and Camille, uh, they came up with uh, the different additions and different uh, repertoire that we're going to be using for the show. And a lot of the ladies even brought in some of their repertoire as well, saying, hey, I've got this piece. I slay it this piece. Mm. Let's 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 perform this and add it to the to the mix that we're doing. And then so you help guide them. I do. I okay. I play the piano and we plunk through the notes and for the songs that nobody knows, we sit down and just trudge through it and learn the song real fast and, Who, and off we go. Which song is the hardest to learn? Uh, I would say the newest one that we just learned it's from the musical Bring It On, the musical. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh, there's a a movie called Bring It On. It's a cheerleading movie. Wait, and I watch okay. it regularly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go Clovers. Just the first one. Well, the first one and yes. the sixth one. I really. mean, of do course. you need the sequel, really? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to admit that, Todd, but I mean, you know. I mean, Whatever. It was it's last week. <laughs> yeah. It is sports season. <laughs> So there's a it's a Broadway from and so they've they've created a Broadway okay. of course they did. they created a Broadway musical about cheering yeah and it's pretty kick ass it's okay. it's pretty great yeah Todd let's get tickets <laughs> I would love to see that right yeah. yeah okay so that one's hard why is it so difficult just it's new just or? rhythmically it's okay. uh it's it's a lot of a lot of layering of different voices and and whatnot mm. and then the rhythms are really more pop music than say like you think musical theater like ta-da musical we sing like this Mm -hmm. uh it's really more complicated almost rap like in some sections so and the cheer choreography yes that's part of it camille is choreographing that (laughs) (laughs) i've handled it there's three flips (laughs) (laughs) just kidding i do it all stick the landing everybody (laughs) okay so i'm assuming you're the youngest i am the youngest yes Uh, how old (laughs) i (laughs) <laughs> I am 19 years old. Okay, are you still in high school or did you graduate? No, I am actually on my second uh, <laughs> year of college. Okay. I look very youthful. That's um, fantastic. But yeah, 19. I'm 19. Okay, so because my daughter is in the Roy, uh, the drama cl- club and class. And so oh, okay. what, what's some advice that you can give to the high school? Because you're fresh out. Yeah. To give to the high school kids um, to maybe help pursue... Um, acting and live theater and Broadway at some point, perhaps yeah. in, in the future. Yeah, I would say, you know, for me, I like to be really honest with myself and I like to kind of sit myself down and have kind of a one on one with my own and <laughs> be like, OK, what what are my goals? What what really makes me happy? Like, what is this really what makes me happy and what I want to pursue doing? And if you know that, then move on and if you go into college and you um you know want to pursue being a musical theater major or a theater ed whatever major just know that you need to believe that you can do it and you want to be your own you know mentor throughout the experience and just enjoy yourself and don't take don't take it too seriously because if you work hard then it'll it'll show through 
Okay, uh, fine advice coming from someone so young. Very nice. Yeah. yeah, I think honesty is super important, and yeah. I like that you hit on that immediately. How important is that as a cast and with you, you know, Camille, Alicia, both of you, as far as that honesty, transparency, obviously your family at this point. Um, how important is honesty as a crew? Either one of you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's crucial to uh, the collaborative process um, because if you don't trust one another, um, then it shows through the work, through the end result. And so really there's a level of transparency and communication and trust that you build with each cast member and each crew member or each designer um, as you work on each project. And particularly with this show with You Bet Your Black Ass Broadway, it is a cast made up all of African-American talent that is commenting on the pros and cons really of being involved in the performing arts um, from how it can be super inclusive at times yet still practice in excluding an entire group of people through the stories it tells or through the stories that you're expected to tell as African-American talent. Um, so really coming into this process specifically, you know, there was already that implicit trust because, hey, this is a group of black women, particularly with the diva only edition, that we're going to tell our story. So I think the trust was already built up there. I love it. And this is year two. Uh, the first year was not divas only. This is divas only number one. We booted the boys. You booted time. the boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, year one must have went well because we're back for year two, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was either that or, as Alicia explained, because I did watch the PBS video, Alicia was like, I was driving down the freeway. Yeah, that's good. And I had this idea. We're female black owners. Why don't we do like a whole show? And here we are, right? Is that basically the gist? Yeah, I mean, and if if we really want to dive in deeper, it's um, particularly like black women, they hold up so much of this country and get very little limelight. And so for me, I really wanted to take the opportunity to provide a platform at our theater company, at Good Company Theater, to continue to celebrate that. So I thank you, first of all. And I love it because uh, even in even in Ogden, I think there's so many artists and so many talented people uh, that we will never hear about or see. And we kind of learned about this through doing van sessions where we had no idea how many musicians were in town. We had no idea how many talented women, black act singers are like we have no idea until you put on a show like this. Right. And so now we can you guys can sing for us. And what are you most excited about for this show? Mm -mm. I'm really just excited to hang out with these girls. Yeah. <laughs> like these are some amazing women that we've gotten together. <clears throat> We're all from all over, which is another beautiful thing. Like I come from Sandy, Questly comes from American Fork, you know, so we're all from random places, but we are coming together to sing amazing songs for amazing women. And it's really just like a fun hangout session with music so yeah, yeah. it's great yeah um so what what's the hardest thing about producing a show like this camille <laughs> i Licensing. like that alicia just yeah Licensing. is that the thing for real do you have to really get licensing to all the songs that you sing uh, some of them one yeah, of them particularly yeah. we had to hunt down um it the songwriter is from Australia, so all of her people are in Australia. 
um, and Australia's on and fire. And they speak Australian. I know, and I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, whoa, good day, what is that? Yeah, um, yeah. But, no. But so it just was like a roundabout way to get access to even just the sheet music for the song. So Okay. But that's, I, I'm a researcher, I'm a hunter, so mm-hmm. put me in front of a computer. Yeah, and then as far as promotion goes, I know you've done a, a little, you've been doing podcasts this year, so thank you for reaching out to local podcasters. And then how else do you get the word out to everyone that they should come see these shows? Well, we rely heavily on our cast to promote it on their social media. They're here. That was so a good amazing. reminder right yeah. now. Yeah. That's like a mom reminder. Um, no, but uh, we, we're very fortunate that um, like we get picked up through a local uh, publications like with Indy Ogden, uh, Standard Examiner, um, having opportunities to go and speak on contact with Mary Dixon on PBS, and then um, having opportunities to do podcasts such as yours, and then really through our email subscriptions, um, through posters around town, and then word of mouth. Like, I'm sure we could have a deep conversation about even though Ogden's a city, it acts as a town and you tell one person and it gets around to five other people. That's only the bad news. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I also think that's the good news in the arts. I don't I don't ever have any bad news, so I wouldn't know. Was that a hair flip? Uh, slightly. <laughs> yes, For the was. people in the back, it was. She found her light. <laughs> this is my favorite day. <laughs> but we really do, you know, it's one of those things in the arts where people are really reliant on uh, the encouragement and promotion of people that they know. Because in Ogden, we're still building up what it is to go and experience seven days a week arts and culture. It's always present. It's always here. But sometimes you need that little extra nudge from a friend that's like, I went and saw this black ass Broadway show and it was phenomenal. They have three days left. Go get your tickets. Right. And that's crucial to the growth of the arts in this city. And do, are tickets only sold on the, through the website? Uh, through the website, or you can give the box office a call, uh, which is also me, or you can come down to the theater and visit the box office, which I'll be there. Okay, and, and we can show up night of and get tickets, or you suggest, I'm sure, getting tickets in advance. I strongly invest, uh, invest, <laughs> <laughs> encourage uh, people to buy their tickets in um, advance, if possible. Um, we do set aside a few seats, but you know, if we're sold out 30 minutes before the show, then you know we're sold out. Tough luck, yeah. Okay, is this the first show 2020? Yes. <laughs> no, not quite. We did a dance show in January. It was just a three-day okay. ev- kind of an event, not a full season show. Um, this is the first show in our season. Yeah. Yep. Is that a... Why, why am I thinking of the word repertoire? Is that, is Karen that said it. Because I said it okay. three <laughs> times already. Yeah. Sorry about that. So, so <laughs> do you want to talk about this season, coming this year? 2020? Yeah, so this is a really uh, interesting season for us. It's a half season because we've been scheduling our seasons in the calendar year and killing ourselves. So we have decided to go on a traditional performing arts calendar, which is a fall spring, so we can have the summer to plan Nice. uh, rather than just barreling through 12 months Mm -hmm. and then crashing in December. Um, So this is the last... It was all summer, right? Yeah, that was so we did. Yeah, we did American Idiot. And then before that, we did In the Heights, those summer shows we haven't been doing. We didn't do one last year, Mm. Um, but this gives us an opportunity to really get everything in line for the year. So this spring season is our last little moment like that. And then we'll kick off into a regular 
season. So dovetailing off of that, Camille, thank you. Uh, we have by the uh, through the end of June, we will have produced five different shows. The first one being a dance concert where we collaborated with other artists in Salt Lake City to bring their companies down to Ogden. That was in January. You Bet Your Black Ass Broadway will perform at the end of March, uh, February. I think I said February twice. I apologize. You Bet Your Black Ass Broadway is going to run February 27th through March 1st. And then we have three other shows to round out the season. Uh, One is called Babel. The other one is Two Mile Hollow. And then we end this season, which we're calling Mixed Emotions, with a musical called Book of Merman. Wait, is that what I think it is? Uh, (laughs) What do you think it is? Yeah, what do you think it is? I want to hear your perspective on this. Yeah, Merman. Merman. Man, like if I could be... Like a... Not like a swimming mermaid man. Oh. Is that what you were thinking? That's what I was thinking. Of course that's what he's thinking. (laughs) Are you kidding me? We're going to flood the theater. It's a man with long mermaid hair. It's going to be an underwater spectacular. I have a daughter. Is that that where we're going? He's Aquaman? I can't wait to see the set on this. (laughs) No swimming. Book of Merman is two Mormon missionaries knock on Ethel Merman's door. Yeah. Do you know who Ethel Merman is? Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. this is. There's okay. no business like show. Yes. Don't stop. All right, Todd, what, what questions do you have for, for these All wonderful right, so ladies? Brandon and I, in fact, most of the people on this table are invested in Ogden and uh, Ogden arts. Absolutely. And, uh, and so I have an opportunity to talk to some of you lovely ladies who are outside of Ogden. And so. I would love to get an impression. What's your impression of Ogden before coming up here? Have you performed in Ogden before? What's the word outside of Ogden on the arts? (laughs) (laughs) I don't really. So uh, I don't. uh, This is my first time doing something in Ogden. Well, see, that's a good answer. Um, I so far, I love it. I enjoy it. I love this. I love the city of Ogden. It's I don't know. It's welcoming. It's very, very welcoming. and I'm loving what I'm loving what Good Company Theater is doing. Um, being a part of it, it's kind of like you just entered right into a family. You kind of just fit like a puzzle piece, you know. So it's like, yeah, it's it's where you're supposed to be. At least for me, that's where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Sips the Heineken. <laughs> um, I don't know how many shows I've done up here. I want to say this is like three that I've done with Good Company. Um, The main reason I came up to Good Company is because of Alicia. I've known her since 2008. We did a show. It was an experience, but we became friends. I'm guessing that's another story. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We became friends, but she's just... She's such a phenomenal person to have in your life that when she comes and asks you, hey, will you be a part of this? You do everything you possibly can to do it because you want to work with her and to be part of her and her vision. So it's worth it. And like we've said, Good Company is such a great place to come, especially not just for people of color. It's for everybody, but when you come, you know that you're gonna be accepted for who you are and what you can do, and you'll be seen not just for the stereotypical side of you, but for who you are as a person. And you can grow as an actor in ways that you can't grow in a lot of theater companies here in Utah. And I'm gonna stitch that in a pillow sampler for you and like keep it in the <laughs> lobby. That was great. <laughs> that was really great. Where were you there. from? 
Yeah, I grew up in uh, like Cedar Hills, Utah. That's kind of far um, <laughs> south, or y'all, y'all know. Um, <laughs> so I went to American Fork High School. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I came to Ogden for school. I go to Weber State University, and that's really what brought me down here. And uh, when Alicia reached out to me, you know, I was a little freshman, and I was kind of – you know, just wanting to really find a place. Yes. Yeah, I'm much older. I'm I'm a whole I'm a whole year older from 18. Uh, but yeah, I I was feeling a little. You know, I really I really was excited to be around a more diverse um, place because I had heard that Ogden has a lot of diversity. Like my brother went to Weber State, so he kind of had told me a little bit. Uh, sorry, a little bit about that. I. I can't believe when Alicia reached out to me, like, I can't believe I've known my whole, I, I've gone my whole life without knowing Alicia and Camille because right. when, when they reached out to me, I had no idea like what to expect. And then, um, they asked me if I would be, or Alicia asked me if I would be in Carolina change. That was the production, my first show at good company theater last year. And it was just the most welcoming, diverse, amazing feeling to be in this theater and it was honestly something that I really needed because now you know it feels like a home and a family and I have my own you know I know I have my sisters down down there in at Good Company Theater <laughs> and it's it's been really cool because you know we there is a lot more diversity in Ogden than what I grew up seeing but it's still, you know, hard to really connect with people. And I'm so glad that I have this space where I know there's going to be people of color. I know there's going to be people that are different from me. And it's really exciting to interact with all, all kinds of people. And it's really accepting. And I just love it. But I'm going on and on. But I, I yeah. <laughs> but this is good to hear. And this is what we hear is the fact that you say yes to a project before you even know what it is. By just, yeah. just yeah. being saw, able to work with this group. Yeah. And yeah. the Washington sisters. Yeah. I when she asked me about Carolina Change, like that show, I was like, Really? Like you have enough black people to do that show? Like that's <laughs> that's honestly the first thing that came to my mind because yeah. I'm not I have never been used to that. I've always been kind of the token black girl in, in the shows that I you know, in high school and um and I had a great high school experience, but y you know what I mean. I was just kind of like, wait, you're, we, we can do that show? And that I was immediately like, yes, I'm on board. I want to be in this cast for sure, without a doubt. Alicia, is this fun watching this energy here? I mean, that's crazy. It's, it's really special. Um, it's really humbling. <laughs> yeah. um, it's really encouraging. And for me, I've, theater is, I've said it before, but it's, it's, it's the essence of who I am to sound super dramatic because it is dramatic, <laughs> but oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm but But I just wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to do anything else. And when I set out uh, to start a theater company, and I was talking to Camille about it, you know, I've had the privilege of working uh, in some incredible small businesses like uh, Grounds for Coffee or uh, Cafe Mercantile with some amazing um, bosses who I watched them run a successful business, but bigger than that, have a place where people consider it their home. Mm. And so I knew when I started out to have a theater company, yes, we can put shows up. Yes, we'll find different pieces to do. But more importantly, I want people to walk into a space that they feel safe and is an extension of their home. Very good. Uh, so let's wrap back to the show that's coming up at the end of the month. 
How many songs? How what can we expect for the show? What's this? We have the format here currently on the list about twenty five songs, wow. which is a lot more than happened last year, um, and it may even grow. There might be some fine tuning of maybe this pulling this or whatever. Oh, Camille's like, wait, we're doing more. It's gonna grow. <laughs> we're, we're adding ten more songs, Camille. No, uh, but it's a lot. And in most musical theater pieces, like your traditional, you go see Oklahoma or whatever. So yeah, there's about twenty five to thirty songs in a two hour show. So the fact that they've they've put together. Uh, quite this list it's and it's there's impressive. there's not a theme or is there with the songs that black ass is the theme sir yeah <laughs> divas <laughs> sir right right but the songs <laughs> well here's the thing with the songs the songs they could be anything that's, that's kind what of, I'm that's saying. the kind of yeah. cool thing about this yeah. ideally same thing as from the good oh my god she's killing from, me from, from yeah. musical theater what I love coming into this is that we're singing, for example, Don't Rain on My Parade. And that that is a famous, like, Barbara Streisand song. She's a diva. She's one of the divas of all divas. And I want to see a black woman sing that. I would love to see a woman get up on stage and play Dolly in Hello, Dolly. Why Alicia did it in junior high she? school. Oh, great. And can also Pearl pull, Bailey. We need a reprisal. Yes. Can we pull yeah. also <laughs> Pearl Bailey? Let's not forget Pearl not Bailey. To me, that's exciting as a music director. And I, when I'm sitting on the casting table on this side, watching watching talent come in or audition or whatnot, I want to be open enough to say, yeah, holy, she's incredible. She needs to be our lead. And, and you know, they say colorblind casting. They use that term a lot. I, I actually don't think they always adhere to that. I think they we get stuck in our mind how things have always been. Um, and so this is exciting for me to go and open my mind up even more. So the next time I sit in a casting room or I'm sitting at a casting table auditioning actresses and actors that I, I can say, yeah, yeah, I, I, I need Belle for Beauty and the Beast and whoever's the most talented, if she's black, if she's Asian. If she's Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton, uh -huh. which she did. <laughs> Tony Braxton did. Have you seen Tony Braxton live? She is unbelievable. Also, Kiki Palmer. She was also well, Belle. I would just like as to a, say. I, I kind of, I kind of just want to go off of what yeah, Karen was do. saying. For me personally, Mac, um, <laughs> I don't want like casting directors and auditioners to go in and think, oh, we're going to colorblind cast. Amen. Because you can't, you can't. I walk in and yes, I am big. I am beautiful. I am black. Yeah. Yep. See my color. See me. See my Thank color, you. but also just see my gift and what I can do yeah. and go off of that. Love that. Yeah. Amen. Awesome. Yeah, because if you don't see color, like if you don't if you don't recognize that you're a black woman, if, if the cast people don't recognize that well, they see that you're weird black. too. Yeah, yes. because well, then you have yes. people because yeah. then you have people trying to, you know, costume you in As, the same way that they right. would costume, you know, yeah. a white woman or an yeah. Asian woman or, and you're like, you know, I need you to see my differences because otherwise this is not really gonna work out. Yes. <laughs> you know, like I'll play the part the way you want me to play it, but you know, you still have to see the differences here. There is some yeah, somewhere. There is. Yeah, yes. going along with that as well, I really dislike the term or the word like colorblind casting <laughs> because that. with Amen. that like it goes it kind of like I've had friends and people who have said oh they're doing this show but they're colorblind casting and they keep that and the director wants to say that word too and then a character who is usually a person of color gets cast but it's colorblind so uh 
white person would get that part as well mm. and that's kind of how when people go and using that word they try to use it in a in a yeah. almost as an excuse maybe. right, right. And it's, it's really interesting now there's more of a move toward color conscious mm. casting yes. that's right. the new term rather than colorblind because terms are important conscious yeah. words matter sure. yes even as a woman that's plus size yes mm-hmm. yes you know you walk into a room they automatically see you as something else the comedic relief. I can't relief. imagine having other things yeah, stacked, comedic. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just a character actress. Great, doesn't matter. Anyway, so I appreciate I appreciate Good Company Theater for for bending the rules and making it okay so that when an audience comes in and they see that, they're like, yeah, great. That's that's I want to see more of that. The next production I see, whether it's in Salt Lake or it's a touring company or... Yeah. or Well, another good thing good company does, they don't blatantly throw it in your face that, hey, we're a different theater company. We're going to do edgy stuff and look at what we can do. Nobody else does stuff like this. That was great. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I'm an actress. Mac, did you see me in the mirror this morning? (laughs) Um, No, they, 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 they they take these shows that may not be as well known but it's not like they're gonna throw it in your face that we're different and we're gonna put this awkward content straight in your mouth type of a thing that doesn't sound good no (laughs) but but there are theater companies that do stuff like that and they're just like shoving it i appreciate i appreciate seeing different things throughout the theater community it doesn't matter where i do appreciate it but at the same time you kind of do still need to know your audience and this is utah we're talking about at least you ever get nervous about that no Shakes hand with sister. Make sure they're on the same page. Stealing their shtick. Well, I think part of what our mission is, is to treat audiences with the respect that we would want to be treated. Mm -hmm. Um, And thinking about people and a group of people who may come to see the show as more nuanced. um, And not not pandering to this kind of notion that in order to be different, you have to be shocking. this yes. or, mm-hmm. or that something shocking is inherently like edgy or different or mm-hmm. something. Um, so yeah, we, I think from the beginning have kind of made, made a point of just doing what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Make good choices. Making, yeah, making the choices we think are best. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else, Alicia, before we wrap up here? I mean, always. I'll always talk. <laughs> well, here's She's the like, thing. like, you have another hour. Yeah. No. <laughs> this is a great, uh, great crew of people in cast. It's like, you know what? Can we just take all these people with us everywhere? <laughs> yeah, this is fantastic. Great. I, I can imagine, you know, working every day with with this cast. I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of fun, but you also got to stay focused and get stuff done too. Yes. Absolutely. But, yeah. Uh, it is, it is one of those things that each show that we do at good company, um, has its own, it's, it becomes its own family. Right. Um, and we support each other, uphold each other throughout really the, the rest of our career or time. Let's say we have here in Utah, some people, you know, like Sibley, once she graduates, I wouldn't be surprised if she moves, which will make me very sad, but I understand and I support her. Um, but um, <laughs> but I think it's just important that um, people come and get a taste of good company theater for themselves. 
thank you for listening to the podcast to us um but continue pursuing being a, a patron in the arts here in ogden from the first friday art strolls to um, coming, of course, to see show at Good Company Theater, or even just even sign up for our email subscription so you know what's coming up. All those little things matter because we have the privilege, Camille and I have the privilege of having so many people come through our doors that present their best selves in the work that we do. And it's such an honor to be around that. And I would love for the community to experience that. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Uh, get your tickets. The show is the end of the month here in February. And you, you can go to, is it good? C-O. Mm-hmm. And then theater. And then theater. T-R-E. Thank you. <laughs> we com. fancy. Yeah. Fan- the fancy <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to uh, Alicia Camille, the, the owners of the theater and, and the uh, some of the crew here. Thanks for uh, having casting me. Crew. Thank, you. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. That's awesome. Put a bow on it. That is a wrap for episode 23 of the Nine Rails Arts Podcast, produced by the Banyan Collective, arts and adventure podcasting since 2010. Do not miss an episode of the Banyan Collective's Nine Rails Arts Podcast as we explore what it means to be an adventurous creative in 2020. Here are the stories of Ogden's new Nine Rails Creative District, including those of the district's epicenter and home of artisans, designers, and creatives inside the Monarch Building. Follow the Nine Rails Arts Podcast on Facebook and also on Instagram at the number nine for Nine Rails. For more from the Banyan Collective, simply search the Banyan Collective on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. This week, we'll leave you with another sample of the upcoming Good Company Theater production, You Bet Your Black Ass Broadway, Diva's Only Edition. This is Sibley Snowden. Hello, I'm Sibley Snowden. I'm a part of the cast of You Bet Your Black Ass Broadway. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches over me. Damn, that's so good. (laughs) Holy cow. All right, so uh, there's that.